What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the 1% Better Podcast, the greatest podcast on earth. Um, I'm going for a walk again today. I think that's going to be my ideal uh, form of podcasting. Is It's kind of weird just sitting in a room talking to yourself or your audience, but um, if it ever gets too annoying, like the wind or you hear me walking, feel free to let me know. But um, it's what I it's my what I prefer to do when making podcasts, so I guess I'm going to roll with it for a little bit. But um, today, I'm going to be pretty real and raw with you guys. I'm going to be talking about my entrepreneurial journey so far. I am about, what is it? I started, I, got, I first got exposed to entrepreneurship in my junior year of high school, um, and then I am now about to finish up my sophomore year of college. So we're coming up on, it was the end of, it was towards the end of my junior year of high school, maybe in the middle. So we'll call it three years of entrepreneurship, three and a half years of entrepreneurship. And, um, you know, it would be super easy for me to sit here in front saying that I've had a lot of success. It's been great. I've made a lot of money. It came super naturally to me. Everything's perfect. But that's just not the case. That is not anywhere close to what has happened so far and I want to communicate that with you guys because it's it's really hard in the in the realm of entrepreneurship everybody who is out there everyone who's getting views everyone who's talking are people who've already made it and I see how that's beneficial because obviously you don't want to be like learning from a bunch of like if, if I were out there trying to teach how to make a six-figure business when I haven't made a six-figure business that would be unethical and not you just don't want to hear from people like that but you never really hear from anyone who is an entrepreneur who's been at it for like a decent amount of time and still hasn't had much success. And I want to be one of those first entrepreneurs. Like obviously I want to eventually get set success. Like I want that to change, but I also want to be real raw with you guys, be vulnerable and communicate my message with you so that we can all grow together. So that's the, the message of today. That's the point of today. I'm going to be talking about my entrepreneurial journey so far. I'm going to talk about where I started out in the beginning and where I am now. So like a lot of modern day digital young millennial entrepreneurs, my journey of entrepreneurship started on uh, Shopify with dropshipping. So one of my best friends, we've been friends since sixth, seventh grade in middle school. He, um, his parents are actually entrepreneurship. Or, sorry, I meant his parents are actually entrepreneurs, not entrepreneurship, but um, they are pretty successful. They run a business where the the wife, my friend's mom, paints, and the dad sells the paintings and is kind of like her manager. And they do very, they do really well. So he got the opportunity to actually go down to Ty Lopez's Ty Lopez's house with his parents and uh, talk to him for a couple of days and get to know his team and get to hear a couple, like, it was a super small crowd. I think like 25 people were there. So a really small scale um, event where Ty Lopez taught a lot, of, uh, a lot of cool knowledge. And my friend came back and he was like, yo, dude, I just started my first business. And I was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean you started your, your first business? He's like, I'm selling ties and watches online right now. And I was like, no way, show me, show me, how do you, how are you going to prove this? He showed me his website and scrolled through it. And he's like, yeah, you just buy this tie. And then it's like, it's mine. His brand name, he like showed me his brand name, his logo. 
everything was super, it looked super professional. I was like, holy, holy crap. How do I get into this? Like, this is sick. And he's like, it's this thing called drop shipping. You need to go make a Shopify account and then come over to my house later and I'll show you how to set it up. So I went over to his house that night. We set it up and I made my very first drop shipping business where I too had the amazing idea of selling watches. That's the first thing that everybody does when they get into drop shipping is they sell something that is just so extremely saturated, so sketchy, and just not a reasonable business model at all. But I decided to sell watches. And I had no idea how to actually get people to buy these watches. I went around and tried to get a couple of my friends to buy them, but what kind of junior in high school is looking to buy a brand new watch? Like that's not the ideal market. So I was like, I was doing, I was watching some YouTube videos on how to market your products and how to get them out to the world. And I stumbled across a couple of videos on Facebook ads. So I watched these video on videos on Facebook ads and I decided I was, Hey, let's throw some money on Facebook, see if we can get some sales. And it was, Oh my gosh, I can't looking back on it now. I was so, so naive and so, so ignorant when it came to advertising online, especially Facebook. My very first ad I ran, I'm pretty sure I just did like back in the, back in 2017, 2018, Facebook had a, a, a setting where they would just automatically fill out your demographics and your placements. And I just went along with it and I just like mass marketed my watches to Facebook and hopefully would like get a sale. And I only put, I made it $5 a day for three days and oh my gosh, it was, I just, I, I thought I was, I thought I was gonna be a millionaire. I was like, this is going to be my big break. I'm going to run this ad. I'm going to spend $15. I'm going to make a million dollars. It's going to be that easy. Well, when I checked the ads over the next three days and when it ended and saw that I had a couple link clicks, um, I had a couple likes on the post, but nothing to show for it. It was it was a failure, and at that point I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I just spent fifteen dollars and I didn't make anything. Like that's that's a, that's a lot of money to a kid in high school, and my Shopify account was costing me what twenty seven dollars a month, and I was like, well, this is sketchy. I'm shutting it down. So I deleted my Shopify account and decided the entrepreneurship was not for me. Well, a couple months later, a couple of weeks later, I would say uh, my. My the friend who showed introduced me to dropshipping also had similar failure, didn't make any sales. So he's like, "Yo, like the dropshipping thing wasn't working out. I am going to start a clothing brand." And I was like, "Whoa, that sounds sick. I want to start a clothing brand too." I was pretty much just copying this guy at whatever he did because I thought it was sick. So he starts his clothing brand, and he I'm not gonna release the name because it's still an active brand, but he releases his clothing brand. And he starts getting kids around the school to buy it. And it's, it's pretty cool. Like he's making a little bit of money getting kids to buy his shirts and hoodies and hats and beanies and stuff like that. We're still using Shopify and we're doing print on demand. So it's still kind of similar to drop shipping, but not, you're not shipping from sketchy manufacturers in China. So I create my clothing brand as well. And I also get a couple of kids around the school to buy it and people start to create this little false narrative that we're competing with each other. And we're really just really good friends, business partners. Well, we, at the time we weren't business partners, but we were really just honestly building off of each other. While I was, I was learning from him and building off of him. I didn't really provide much value, but um, this goes on for a while. I'd say I had the brand for three, four, five weeks. I made probably total 
maybe $300 revenue, $100 profit, maybe $90 profit. So not horrible for being a high schooler. It was pretty cool. But then I just got cold feet and I wasn't, I didn't want to have to go through the rigorous process of making new designs. And I started to get distracted with stupid high school things like most high schoolers do, like trying to have a cool social life. I was running, I had a girlfriend. And ultimately, I stopped marketing it. I let the website sit for a couple more weeks. And then I realized that I was still paying $27 for this Shopify hosting account. So I closed the account. And I would do this process of opening a new store and closing it, whether it was a clothing brand or drop shipping, about three or four more times with making zero sales until my final, I, I looped back around to the clothing brand idea, but also incorporated some drop shipping where I had some leggings on there, some leggings drop shipped from a manufacturer in China. And um, I ran this Facebook ad. I was still doing the nice strategy of just throwing 15 bucks at Facebook and seeing what it would do. And I threw 15 bucks at Facebook and I made $55 back. And once you account for the Facebook ad cost and the cost of manufacturing the shipping, it was probably like a 15 to $17 profit, but I was ecstatic. And I was like, how do you scale? Like I hear people saying scale, scale, scale. I made a sale. It's time for me to scale this to the moon. So I decided to throw not $15, but $20 at Facebook and say, all right, I just scaled. We're going to, it's If I make one, if I make one sale off of 15 bucks, I should make two or three sales off of 20 bucks. That's how it works. So I threw 20 bucks at Facebook and didn't make any sales, nothing, probably like three or four link clicks. And I got scared, cold feet again, and I canceled it. And that was the last time I would attempt drop shipping for another two years. It was over at that point. So now at the end of my journey of being a drop shipper, it's about halfway through my senior year. So I'm a couple, still not even a year into my entrepreneurial journey. So I decide to switch gears and I purchased a course by Ty Lopez called SMMA 2.0, Social Media Marketing Agency 2.0. And I wanted to be a social media marketer. I wanted to land local business clients and uh, help them uh, land local businesses as clients and help them get clients, help generate leads for them through social media marketing. And at the time, I was still a really shitty social media marketer, but I wanted, I thought this would be a good way for myself to learn. So I went with it and I did land a client. I landed a client pretty quick, but I didn't, I did this all through cold emailing. I emailed about 30 to 40 clients in about three or four days. And I finally landed the client. It was a graphic, like a kind of a sign shop. Like he made signs for businesses and like graphic designs on the side of trucks and vans and stuff. And, um, I had no idea what like how you price a service like this i didn't know how to go about with like the ad cost like I, I, at that time i thought that i had the cover for the ad cost so i charged this business three hundred dollars for my social media marketing fee or my social media marketing services three hundred dollars for the entire month and i told them that i would like the the cost for the ad spend would come out of that paycheck as well so i had this three hundred dollar check I went and I cashed it and we signed a deal that half of it would go to ad spend. 
So I spent 150 bucks on ads. So that means I only had $150 profit for the entire month, which is not how you not how you price your social media marketing agency. If any of you are out there, you do not price it that cheap. That is horrible. So this only goes on for a month. I mean, I generated some leads. I got I created a Facebook page for him. My services for 300 bucks, it was all right. I think it was a pretty good investment for him. But um, he he just never got back to me. I didn't know anything about like contracts or retaining uh, customers or honestly customer service at all or running a business. I mean, I wasn't even registered. I didn't have an LLC or a corporation or a sole proprietorship. I didn't have any of that. So um, that was the end of that. I tried to get a couple more clients, never got any responses, got bored, and I shut down the social media marketing agency after about two and a half, three months of trying at it. And uh, that, that was all I had. Like that, I, I didn't. I gave it very little effort, and I got very little out of it. And I was still just a young, immature high schooler who didn't know anything about entrepreneurship and didn't want to really learn the craft and create a business that was going to work. So this puts me at about probably pretty close to graduation, honestly, graduating high school, probably the last couple months of high school. And my business partner comes at me. He's still struggling. I mean, he he was having his sale. He kept his clothing brand going this whole time. So he's making sales through his clothing brand. And uh, he was also drop shipping, making a little bit of money off of drop shipping. So he was he was playing around with it, but nothing crazy. He comes up to me and he's like, yo. The new, the new wave, the next big thing is courses. We need to create a course teaching people how to make money online. And I was like, you are so right. Like We are so far into our entrepreneur journey. We should teach others how to do it. And that's coming from me, a kid who's made probably a total 450 bucks of revenue in the last, I don't know, year and two or three months of entrepreneurship. And honestly, I think it was just absolute luck. Like, I don't even know if the leggings that my customer, that my customer bought even made it to him. I never followed up with them, never heard anything, never checked if it made it. So I don't, it was so Ill- illegitimate. It was ridiculous. But we were like, yes, let's teach people how to make money online. And we did that. We built a course. We went and actually, this was, he, he found this idea out because this is when we first got interested in ClickFunnels and Russell Brunson. And he bought Expert Secrets and Dotcom Secrets. And read them. He's like, yo, you need to read these books. So I bought those books. I read expertsecrets.com secrets. And we decided to teach that exact model back to the public, which at the now that I think about it, borderline ethical. Uh, we added our own twist to it, but it was pretty much the same, or borderline unethical, I should say. Uh, we added our own twist to it. Um, I wouldn't do it. It's pretty, like, we, we still taught a lot of what he taught about the epiphany bridge, creating your culture, um, talked about building your first funnel, using the exact framework he did. Uh, just a lot of the principles taught in Expert Secrets, we taught in our course as well. And it's a very good thing that we had zero people buy it because I bet we would have gotten some, uh, some backlash at that because we didn't really understand business ethics at that point. We just thought it was free game. So um, we built this course, didn't work. We shifted that course a lot. We started to take different angles, like how to make uh, how to make money drop shipping, how to make money with a social media marketing agency, how to just then just how to be an entrepreneur. It was really terrible business models, and we made the mistakes at that point of 
we would build these courses out, make the videos, and then try to sell it once the course was already built. So we would take like a month to film all these videos, try to sell it, and it wouldn't work because no one would buy it. And we just had all these wasted videos. Um, I'll get into a better strategy for that as I go on uh, in a little bit. But uh, then we started to shift it more towards athletics because I, I was a runner. I had already committed to Stanford University. Uh, so I was going to play. I was going to run cross country and track and feel that division one level. Mason, Mason was a very good, uh, that's the, the business partner I've been referencing. Um, Mason was very good at basketball. Um, he was looking at going division two, II, division one for basketball, but he decided eventually not to do that so that he could focus on his entrepreneurial journey. Um, so we decided to make a course on how to get like recruited, how to become, we called it one person, the one, be a one percenter in sports, be the top one percent of sports. And uh, I thought it was like, I even looking back on it now, it was a pretty good idea. You know, a lot of, there was a little bit of backlash saying like, oh, there's no such thing as like, you can't teach someone how to be a good athlete. It's all through hard work and genes and who you are. And I agree with that a little bit. We weren't teaching really how to be a good athlete. We were just teaching people how to uh, reach out to coaches, how to like create like an environment for of success, how to do extra things to make yourself the best you can be. It was a pretty cool course, and we ended up making a sale. We sold it for $150. We did a webinar model. So this means we would run ads on Facebook, get people into a funnel where they would eventually sign up for a webinar and then attend the webinar. And we made a sale, $150. Bucks. Um, if you minus the $25, $30 ad revenue that we did, we're still doing a terrible ad ad method. Horrible. Um yeah, it was uh, pretty cool. Made about a hundred bucks. The second the payment processed, he just PayPal'd me fifty bucks, and then I'm pretty sure I went and bought probably something. Like I think I bought new fishing gear with it because that's exactly what I thought. I didn't understand the concept of saving money, so I just went and bought some fishing gear, went fishing. That was sick. And then at that point, we're like, all right, well, it's time to automate this process and scale because obviously we've made. 150 bucks on this like where we've got it made like we are entrepreneurs this is legit even though we still didn't even have a registered business license or we didn't have any llc's or sole proprietorships um but we uh we thought we had it made tried to scale tried to continue with it didn't have any success and then that was the death of that so at this point i'm at about seven businesses maybe even eight that have failed and i'm just like this entrepreneurship thing sucks so I take a little break for the summer going into college. I don't have any projects that I work on and I just dedicate to myself to running, getting fit because I was coming off of some injuries from high school. So I just wanted to get really fit for college. And then uh, I show up to college um, deciding I wanted to do a really hard major. I wanted, I think I was planning on doing management science and engineering. And I decided that I wanted to get a job as some, some high up business job, maybe like some management position, maybe go into finance. I don't know. That was my goal. But then I took calculus. I took a calculus class at Stanford and I have never tried harder at anything in my entire life than I did at this course. Never in my life have I tried harder at anything. And I I was putting in probably 10 hours a week, 15, 20 hours a week with tutoring and doing practice sheets watching videos, doing everything I could, and I walked away with a C-, minus, which was a kid coming from a high school in Central Point, Oregon, small town Central Point. I never got 
below an A in my entire life. I had a 4.06 GPA. I was, I thought that getting a, I thought getting a B plus, B plus even, I thought getting anything below an A was just like, you're a failure in life. And I got a C minus. And it took a huge blow to my GPA early on. And I realized like I was looking at the, the course load of pretty much every degree that had to do like econ, uh, management science and engineering, computer science, all those majors that are looked at as super successful majors. I looked at them and the course load, like I was in math 19, I had to make it all the way to 54. So I had to take like two and a half, three more years of this shit. And I had to take a bunch of science classes. I had to take computer science classes. I had to take chemistry, physics. And it was just not for me. I did not want to do that. I had zero interest in anything except for what I didn't know at the time. I liked entrepreneurship, like being creative and like building things. So after that, I realized, well, I'm probably not going to do any of those majors. Um, What am I really interested in? And then I realized I'm interested in people why people do the things that they do and also building things and creating movements and the idea of creating a huge business was so exciting to me. So I decided that I was probably going to pursue a sociology degree, which is a study of why people do the things they do um, with focus on data science, markets and management. So it was more business oriented and also get a minor in psychology. That was what I decided to do. But I did that because I finally made the decision that I was going to get back into entrepreneurship after three months, three, four months of not doing anything. So I checked back in with my business partner. He ended up going to BYU and he's starting to get a little bit of success. Like he's making, he's making some money. He met a business partner over there as well. And he got something going up and they're making money here and there. Like he's doing pretty good. So I reach out to him like, yo, I want to start this thing again. Um, we didn't partner up, but he did offer a lot of great um, advice for me because he had really, well, I took a break from entrepreneurship he dove in and learned so much. So it gave me a lot of great insight. And I decided that I wanted to pursue social media marketing again. And um, I regret that decision solely because, because I did not put any effort and I was terrified and scared. And I pretty much wasted my entire freshman year of college calling myself a social media marketer. But I, didn't, I never picked up the phone. I never called anybody. I would just cold email businesses in Silicon Valley and it was it was not working and no one was responding to me but I was too scared to pick up the phone so I never got any clients my freshman year and it it took about six months so I started like a month or two into college six and a half seven months of nothing pretty much just wasting time I was learning a lot still I was reading I that's when I started my first podcast um I think I was uploading to YouTube as well so I was learning, I was developing myself as a person, but I was still just not putting in the effort. I was terrified of talking to people. And on the side, I was going out partying every single Thursday, Friday, Saturday, while being an athlete, which was just stupid. And I I look at my freshman year of college as just an ultimate failure. I didn't race at all because I was hurt the whole year and I didn't help myself get healthier because I was drinking a lot and I didn't make any progress in my entrepreneurial growth. And it, it sucked. So um, I come home for the summer and I decide that I'm going to not get a job over the summer so that I can continue to work on social media marketing. Um, And at the time, my girlfriend, her dad had a business, which was a cabinet shop. And I talked to him and I actually landed him as my first client. Then my uncle also owns a pizzeria and I landed him as my second client. 
which was cool because like I mean I didn't even utilize these resources like that's one of the best places to start as a social media marketer is like the business owners you know and local businesses so I landed these two clients and uh, I only did my uncle's pizzeria for a month because he just realized that like he he's a very old school guy and he didn't want to do the whole Facebook thing and I I thought oh my God, you're gonna miss out on a lot of money but he's not really in it for the money so. Uh, we decided to cease that, but I still only charged them like $400 and I still took the ad spend out of my budget. So it was really only like $200 profit for a month, which was more than I had ever made, but it was still something. And, uh, then for my girlfriend's dad, I actually got to do his business for like three months and I charged him $500 a month and he was paying for the ad budget, which was the biggest step I made towards a real social media marketing agency business model, which is where you charge for your services and then also you charge like they pay for their own ad spend so that you're like a hundred percent profit. So, uh, I charged him 500 bucks three months. So I made 1500 bucks over three months and it was, it was pretty cool. As I said, I've been saying like, that was the coolest thing I've ever done in my life in regards to entrepreneurship. Um, and then along this, while this is all happening, I've been meeting up with my uh, friend Mason, the guy who introduced me to entrepreneurship, the guy I've been talking about the whole time. And we start to develop, we decided we want to revisit the courses idea and um, we decided to make some courses on how the environment around you influences you as a person, Uh, environmental design, how you are heavily influenced by our environment and how this can, if you like switch your environment and you eliminate factors from your environment, you can actually be more productive and successful. We worded it horribly, like terrible, about as bad as you could, but that was the concept of the course. And we tried, we went with that for a while and we actually made a sale on it as well. I think we made a couple sales. Uh, We were just, we got so desperate. We sold the course for $27 and that's when we made three sales, three or four sales through Facebook ads and a few webinars. Um, But then we decided to shut it down again because it just wasn't really working that much. And, uh, but at this point we decided that we wanted to work together. We wanted to build something together. So we decided to shift gears. So at this point, I'm going to give you a reference of time. So I go back to school after meeting with him in the summer. Uh, we do the course thing for a couple couple months. So this is halfway through my sophomore year. And that's when uh, he has his first breakthrough where he uh, he made a couple thousand dollars on drop shipping. Except this time he wasn't just draw like and the basic drop shipping model is you just make a Shopify website and you just run Facebook ads and people go to that website and buy it. But we were using funnels, using click funnels at this point. So he got really good at creating e-commerce sales funnels with an amazing offer, amazing hook, uh, upsells, uh, order bumps, one-time offers. And it was amazing. And he made a couple thousand dollars off of it within a couple days. But of course you got to account for ad spend and also manufacturing prices and shipping. So, I mean, that's why I don't personally really like e-commerce that much is because the revenue can be misleading. Like some people can flex their $800,000 revenue, but they could only walk away. I mean, I say only, but they could only walk away with like a hundred, 200,000 of that just because it's super hard to break even on ad spend. And it's hard to find a manufacturer that's not eating up your costs and shipping. And, uh, it's, it's just, it's a hard game to play. You can do it for sure, but it's a hard game to play. So he, is super confident about this e-commerce thing. So he uh, decides, he's like, hey, you want to do this thing with me? 
I was like, heck yeah, I do. Because at that point, I was just desperate for some results because I had stopped doing my social media marketing agency, had zero income, had nothing to show for my, at this point, two and a half year entrepreneurial journey. So we started developing this, um, these, these e-commerce offers and we were selling a, uh, a car diffuser, but we called it the capitalist car diffuser. Um, and we were going after like a niche market of capitalist environmentalists. So not environmentalists as they like, they care about the environment a lot, but environmentalists in, re- in regards to like, we went after capitalists who also wanted to optimize their environment for success. And we pitched like this offer that uh, essential oils, they help you psychologically, they help calm you down, they help you get focused depending on the oil. And we sold this car diffuser so you could like release these oils in your car on your way to work. And it was a super cool offer actually. And we ended up making like, seven or eight hundred dollars in the first week but uh that was we just with ad spend um at this point we had developed a new ad strategy which is the way you should go instead of just sending like one or two ads out you make multiple creatives and multiple ad sets and multiple campaigns and you run them all for 15 bucks a day so it could be like 150 200 a day maybe three four hundred depending on your budget and then you begin to cut off the dead ads, the ones that aren't doing anything. And then you optimize the ads that are working, but this is a very expensive strategy and we barely broke even. I think we had like 50 bucks profit after off this $800 revenue week, which is over a hundred dollars a day, but it was not, it just, I don't know what it was about it, but we decided to discontinue it. And uh, that's when we came across what we were doing. Now we are building a course now on, um, teaching business owners where we're completely abandoning the digital marketer uh, online marketer niche. We are no longer selling to online marketers because we realize it's such a toxic environment and we just don't want, those are not our ideal customers. I don't really like the people in the digital marketer entrepreneurship realm. There's a lot of good people. There's also just a lot of clowns. So we're completely avoiding that. And uh, we are, creating a course teaching business owners, entrepreneurs, which if a few digital marketers fall in there, that's okay. But we're we're pretty much just targeting just entrepreneurs in general and business owners. And we're teaching them how to perform at a higher level through uh, leveraging the brain's reliance and addiction to dopamine and also uh, the body's reliance and influence by environmental cues and how we are heavily influenced by the environment. Um, it's it's a super cool course, and it's something that we've practiced our entire lives without realizing it. I mean, for me, I was extremely dedicated, extremely focused on being a Division One athlete, and I made it to Stanford University to run there. And Mason, um, I'm not going to give away, obviously, his stats. I'm hoping to bring him onto the podcast for an interview, but he had a business that absolutely blew up uh, within the last two or three months in, uh, in Utah where he's making big number, big number cash. Like he's, he's a big guy now. Like I'm super proud of him. He's, it was like, it was insane, but I'm hoping to bring him on the interview and maybe he can uh, reveal his numbers to you guys. But um, basically we're putting our skills. Like I, have learned a lot from optimizing my environment and like eliminating distractions from my life through being a successful athlete. And he has learned a lot about doing the same thing, except for being an entrepreneur 
and we're going to combine our knowledge and also bring on a couple interviews of um, outside experts like psychologists, neurosurgeons, other entrepreneurs, Forbes 30 under 30, uh, players like that to bring into our course so that we create this ultimate, this like power course that helps business owners become uh, perform at a higher level and become more productive, more passionate, more focused, and ultimately just per- like a better entrepreneur in general. And we're super excited about it. And it's looking to launch within the next month before the end of April. And I'll keep you guys updated on how that goes. But um, yeah, that's, I didn't expect this to go that long. It's 32 minutes now. Uh, That's my entrepreneurial journey so far. Not a whole lot to show for it, but I wouldn't give it up for anything in the world because I've learned so, 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 so much about what it takes to be an entrepreneur. And uh, I am excited for the future. So um, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I decided I'm going to try and do the the, week, the daily podcast thing five days a week, take a break on the weekends. Uh, might do the occasional Saturday podcast. Definitely take a break on Sundays. So hopefully you guys have that to look forward to. I hope I provide some content for you that's helpful in your journey. And I would love to reach out. I would love to connect with you guys. So please feel free to follow me on Instagram at Andrew Monroe with two E's. Or email me at andrewmonroehq at gmail.com. And I'll keep you guys posted on this course. Um, We're creating a free Facebook group to fill with like-minded business owners who are looking to perform at a higher level through um, educating themselves on how our brand is addicted to dopamine and also optimizing their environment for success. So if that's something that you're interested in, I will link that Facebook group in the description of one of the future episodes. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Please leave a like or please leave a review and um, give a five-star review. Write something super cool because that helps me get this message out to more people. Uh, I'm starting from scratch right here. My, as I said, my, um, my old episodes got deleted. That is completely gone. I built up a decent base, about hundreds, hundreds of subscribers was getting about 50 downloads an episode had almost 2000 total plays and it's all gone. So I'm starting from scratch and I'm ready to build this movement with you guys. So uh, thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.